on the seventh day, God created the right man and said, go forth with your full head of hair, my son. So church on a Sunday, as Righty will be preaching the good word of football any given Monday. Well, welcome aboard. Another special guest to add to the list. Former West Brisbane Panthers centre, current Mitchie rampaging outside back, <laughs> Mr. Jack Walsh. How are you, Jackie? Not too bad yourself, fellas. Yeah, not good. Good, good, bad. good. What's everybody exciting weekend? Ah, uh, yeah. He had a good weekend. Walsh was just telling us about his. Yeah. yeah, had a bit of a big weekend. That's the spirit. Miss O's mum got married again, so. Oh, that's the spirit. That was yeah, a good nice. sad day, yeah. That would have been good. Oh, that's a go. You get oh. heavy on the turps? Very heavy on the turps. Yeah, nice. Plenty of beers. Nice. And plenty of red wine. <laughs> I went to a coaching seminar at the Ipswich Jets, which was a lot of fun. For your level three? No, no, not yet. Can't, no. Not yet, but <laughs> one day maybe. <laughs> it doesn't matter because he's already a level ahead of Clint, which is all that matters. That's so. a spirit. I'm level ahead of a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> were they, were they, get, was she getting married again or renewing the vows? No, new fella. Oh, so it was a total wedding. Like, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, from scratch, eh? Yeah, nice. from scratch. Would have so. been good. No, it was, it was good. Good wedding. It's cold, though. Toowoomba. Where was it at? Toowoomba. Toowoomba, yeah, never a warm place. No. Nah. On my list up there, if it didn't have a 24-hour subway near the boozer, <laughs> I'd rate it equal to Gundy, but it's above Gundy. So nah, it is a shit A mark off a day will probably message in because he never likes, he always thinks that Gundy's what, the Las Vegas of Australia? Yeah. Yeah, no. If I Never sleeps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Never it's always sleeps. on the gear. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking that. <laughs> Similar things. All right, Jackie, tell us a bit about yourself, mate. Where'd you play junior footy? Uh, Alice Springs. Alice Springs. I first started, yeah, under 11s, I started. What were they, the Alice Springs, what, like how were the There was just Panthers? two teams of Broncos and Rabbitohs. Yeah, nice. So I was playing Break for the Broncos. Yeah. So guaranteed grand final. Excellent. Yep, every I like time. That. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. And then moved to Darwin and played for the Palmerston Raiders. Oh, yeah. There's a decent comp in Darwin, eh? There's always a few good footy players from up that way. Yeah, we've had a few good come out of it. You know, Ro- Joel Romeo. Romolo, yeah. He was yeah, he's, he's on holiday at the moment. Yeah. In a, in a penitentiary yeah. for selling ice. He, um, so, uh, he did. But was a good footballer. He was a good footballer in his day. Yeah, very good. But, I mean, um, we've had plenty go to clubs. But just never, never make it. made that extra step. That's oh, Chris great. Smith for the Bulldogs. Chris Smith. Oh, yeah, the indigenous kid. He just yeah, did, he his, um, did his MCL in yeah. the All-Stars game in the weekend. Yeah. He can play, man. He's he was going good. He's got good ball skills. He was, he was at the Roosters. Ball skills. And he was never anything special from the start. Like, as a junior coming up, he wasn't a standout compared to what other kids were. But... um. He worked hard and now he's it's playing NRL. It's funny that, eh? Like, some blokes get a chance and they just grab on, hold on, stay in the system for a while and opportunities <laughs> come along. If you're doing, talking about local blokes, Ethan Wheel. Wheelow, like, played a bit of BRL a couple of years ago and playing reserve grade. There's probably dudes who were better than him in junior footy who aren't doing fuck all yeah, or are playing threes or twos somewhere. And he like, just kept grinding. Yeah, and thinking, oh, I'm better than him. Everyone likes to think they're better than someone. Yep, and now it's an absolute weapon. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's funny that like yeah, opportunities just come along. Anybody you played with that you didn't think would have been as good as they became when they were older, Freddie? Yeah, besides yourself. No, I, I, I think I've said it before. I reckon Jack Reed. Jack Reed, yeah, he Jack was Reed when he was when he was a junior, you know, and and when he was saying yeah, I'm going to play for the Broncos, you're like oh shit, all right. 
and then he fucking does it. Well, like with Jarrell, Jarrell was like, like he was he left Arana, didn't he, to go somewhere to play in the A comp? I went to North, sort of thing. Wasn't a well, standout. He went to North early, didn't he? Yeah, like yeah. when he was like twelve and that, they didn't sort of rate him super highly, and no one thought. And then Para brushed him on a scholarship because they didn't think he was big enough, and then opportunity comes along, and look, and look what he achieved. Yeah. What's um What's the biggest style of footy up there? AFL. Yeah. Way bigger. Yeah, massive. AFL yeah. is huge. And then why did you get? Why did you get in the league? Because your dad or? Yeah. Oh. I was up there on a footy trip. It was 2011, and we were late in the year, just near Melbourne Cup, and the AFL boys were out. I didn't realise that their season is played when it's cooler later yep. in the year. Yeah, they play in the wet season. Sunday yeah. was massive night out in Darwin. Heaps of dudes. Good old and, Mitchell Street. Yeah. Yeah, Mitchell Street. What's that? Oh, monsoons or something. They yeah. joined up there. It was good. There's that pub way down the far end. Got a few. It's got a lot of footy jerseys and I had both Origin teams fr- jersey frame. Real sort of old school pub on the right, just before you get to the old uh, air raid shelters and shit down the real, right up the top. Yeah, I think the pub be Darwin Hotel. Yeah, just an old school pub and had all this league stuff. And I was like, oh, how good's this? Yeah. Let's go in for a few schoolies. <laughs> so how old when you come down here then? I left Darwin the day after my 18th birthday, I think. And your parents are still up there? Yep. Yeah, yeah oh, parents and brother, yeah. Go back home a bit? Or when you can? Try, try to. Try I didn't go. Of... I went once last year, but... Try to, but... Were you uh, playing... Um, were you playing... What What grade would you have been playing when you left? When you were 17? Would you have been playing... playing reserve, reserves or first grade or something? Yeah, first there? grade there. Yeah, I know some blokes who went up there and played with first grade. The Holcomb boys, they were, hand, they were pretty handy. Open ones players, like... And um, what's that guy, that Sean Maloney, went up there and he was playing reserve grade? Yeah. Yeah, because they wouldn't put him in A grade. Well, unlucky big guy. <laughs> Sean or Matty? No. Um, the Matty, the brother. Oh, Matty, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they couldn't get a run in first grade. Up yeah, there. yeah. So, unlucky. <laughs> that is unlucky. Uh, well, um, so, and who did you play for when you come down here? Did you go straight to Wes? Yeah, I did. Yeah. But when I, I had a year off because I did my shoulder. And then I moved here and went to West and started yeah, at Arana. But yep. at that time, they only had a Div 2. Yeah, I remember playing them. Yeah, and Steve Pollard coached. Yeah, Pollard yeah. coached. Vega was in the side as well. Yeah, only a young bloke. Yeah, yep. we, he won the Clarkie Cup for him when we played at Mitchie. Yeah, yep. he made the try saver that would have won us the game. So <laughs> I'll forgive him for that. But I hang on to things. And then you met Dana and the rest is history. Yeah? That's it. Yeah, right. My life spiralled down. Yeah, way okay. downhill. I had to bring him down to my level, you know. I needed, good a, friend, man. I needed a friend down here. You're a good man like that. <laughs> who's, <laughs> who's your um? Who you go for in the NRL? Bronx, Bronx, yeah, the donkeys, Bronx, the donks. Uh, Bronx. And who's been your best coach you've ever had? Uh, probably my when I was in the Institute of Sport in Northern Territory, mm-hmm. Duncan McGill. McGillary, yeah, played, he played for South, South and, and a bit um, overseas. Penrith too, yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a very good coach. Yeah, nice. The correct answer there was Adam Wright, but we'll give oh, you a pass. Oh. Heavy second. Yeah, well, <laughs> he is a level well, two coach. Yeah, we, we can um, do that this again later. But yeah, <laughs> <if you> want <laughs> it. And um, as being training with say Christian Freed, have you, you know, has that inspired you in any way? Like, <laughs> How's it been? Not a, not oh, I think okay. it's yeah. Any any kids' dream, you know, coming yeah. up through the ranks. You yeah. just want to play with a with your ex hero. superstar <laughs> or a hero. Dual World say. Cup player, yeah. 
sort of surreal when you're sitting there telling stories. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ring, ring me mum and me grandma up and be like, oh, I'm playing with someone that played for the Tomahawks. Like, yeah. so like yeah. who the fuck's the Tomahawks? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a real hero until you meet him yeah. and you're like, oh, he's just a... Like, oh, that guy. The groundskeeper. <laughs> <laughs> the man's got four jobs. He also delivers pizzas too. After this, he's delivering late night pizzas, okay? Or I leave the yeah, man paint alone. driveways, yeah. do anything. <laughs> Whatever yeah. you want. The tax man's not your friend, is he? Oh, that's, oh sorry. Yeah. I don't even think... <laughs> tax man doesn't he's even know that, where he is. He's like... <laughs> the, the bank's like, why is there always $350 on regular basis going into his account? Oh, <laughs> I lend people a lot of money and they pay me back. <laughs> oh, man. I went up to... Uh, you've been to Land Cruiser Park? Yeah, I went there once when I was 18. Yeah, no. Nah. Yeah, I haven't had anyone go up there for a long time. Yeah, I went yeah. up there on the weekend just for the night. Like, one of my boys, um, he... It was his birthday today And so me and my um, other mate Just three of us Went and jumped in his car And went up there for the night oh, I was going to yeah, say yeah. You didn't take the X-Trail up Did you? No, <laughs> no We jumped in his uh, patrol And then Yeah, but it's, it's a good time out there Because it's right the So much water at the moment And they've got this Swimming hole up there And it's got a sweet uh, Like an 18 metre rock jump from um and but like real deep real cold water and so like yeah we get up there well there's actually some water in it and went up there and obviously you just yeah no one's up there it's fucking hundreds of thousands of acres and once it's private property once you get on it so obviously you just yeah have a few drinks go for a drive and just do whatever you want it's fucking Mm. sweet and they shut it for a few years didn't they 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 did and everyone was like oh would they thought Everyone heard they were selling it to the army yeah. so they could train on it, but they reckon that was all just fucking yeah. rumours. Everyone, everyone was bummed out because I remember heaping my mates just go there all the time and then, like, you couldn't get in. It was shut for yeah. um, a couple of years and then it's only recently reopened, probably last started last year, I think. Mm. And blokes are fucking getting in, getting around it now. They do. Now they, rain. they used to do a, a thing there called Mud Bulls and Music. So it was a rodeo racing and uh, country music. They get Kernigan in and everything. Yeah. And, yeah. They don't, and they don't do this no more. No, nah, they make heaps of cash. Yeah, no. Nah, he said uh, the guy that owns it, Elvin, he said it was way too much trouble. Like, because you got dickheads like us going out there yeah. and then they have to get like more security each and yeah. each year. And I remember one year we got into this big fight. And um, it was down near the stage and it kind of spilled out onto the edge. And me and my mates were fuming because the security guard put um, Drew Bridges. I don't know if he's known Drew Bridges. No, but no it's a cool name. Yeah, though. but he, yeah. he used, he used to win like the um, like the Ridey Award down at Mitchie when we were in juniors. Like he used to mow the lawns on, his, on the weekend and stuff, but he was in my team. Oh yeah, like okay, he's yeah, yeah. club so man of the year. Holy shit, that's all yeah. right for a kid. Like, yeah. you know what I mean. Like, but but um, yeah, and he got like choked out by a bouncer. Oh. So I ran over and pick up this star picket, mm. and I fucking grab it and I rifle it at the bouncer, but it's still connected to the rope. So it goes through doors and stops flat, doesn't even hit him. And then he was like, "All right, <laughs> just fucking wailed me, <laughs> eh?" <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're an intellectual Christian. Yeah. Very, very and very then smart. I just remember waking up in a creek bed, and that was it. <laughs> nice. So Good times. Yeah. <laughs> You've always got the good stories, eh? And then I watched The Joker last night. You enjoyed yeah, it? Have you yeah. seen it? Is it good? No. no. I heard it's good. hell, man. Like, depressed. Intense. Yeah. I, like, <laughs> went to sleep and just started crying. Like, went just cried myself to sleep. It was yeah. crazy. It was That's fucking awesome. As opposed to what you normally do at night time? Yeah. Or? Yeah, but usually I'm masturbate, then cry, then oh, go to sleep. Right, fair enough. Oh, that's the spirit. A bit out of routine. It turned you off to masturbate. Fuck, it must have been a good movie. Fucking <laughs> hell. Like, no. Did um anyone watch the All Stars game on Saturday night? I got twenty minutes of it. I was out watching West play Pine River. Oh yeah, yeah. So, yeah I watched it. I minutes. went to a mate's birthday down at the creek and had it in the big screen. Looked a fantastic spectacle. They didn't play the anthems. That's people's choice. And pe- the people had told me they wouldn't be watching it. They got twenty three thousand people there. 
and most people I've spoke to said they were watching it. Yeah. You know, and... 23,000 at the Gold Coast is yeah, a fucking... They wouldn't have that. That's the equivalent of, like, five home games yeah, for them yeah. combined. <laughs> like, so things like that. Meanwhile, up the road, Burley beat the Titans, the squad that had oh, half a dozen NRL players in it at Pithy yeah. Park. So that that looked like there was a mad crowd there, yeah. too. That's not even as bad. The Bronx played Wynnum on the weekend, and Bronx had a good good handful of NRL players as well and they got done by Wynnum 18 16 or something. Yeah, they had a pretty handy Wynnum possibly their strongest side. Wynnum should be up there again in yeah. cup as one of the top teams in Redcliffe on paper. Everyone else you don't know till you see them. Yeah. But those sort of things going to be interesting. But yeah, like some bloke starred like Dave Fafita. No wonder that everyone's throwing big money at him like mm. you you've got to take a gamble on a bloke, don't you? If you've got the money to spare there was this try set up for Jimmy Jet, and Jimmy Jet put this in and out on Kalen Ponga. Yeah, like, turn him around. See that. And yeah. Ponga put his head down and said he got me. It, it kind of, yeah, it just looked like kind of white flag. Yeah, he, yeah, I'm not he had catch. the best I game. Am. I was, like, I only caught 20 minutes of it and obviously watched the highlights there. But from what I saw, James Roberts had the best game. So even in the Even in just the 20 minutes I saw, he had a better game than he has in 80 minutes. Look, all I've watched him not just watching years. the game, was trying to have an impact on the result. Some of his carries coming out and he's so strong. I remember at this S&C thing I went to, they the bloke knew it. What well, you had him was his trainer at the Titans, and he said James Roberts can walk around the gym and get big. He's just like that, like power. For him to drop ten kilos and still looks like he's got the same power, he must be ripping in down there at South. Like, and that's good because a waste of talent. Like, you don't want to see a bloke like him hearing stories about playing up on the pierce. Everyone's led drink pierce. Like, that's life. But if you can't handle it, and it's affecting the big cash you make, they did well about the indigenous. Sc- the yeah, it indigenous wasn't until that last five minutes. Like they got beat on a couple of little things. They did. They missed a couple of big, like for Fida and Ryan James, Cody Walker, because Tyrone Roberts was subpar that night, and Cody Walker always lifts. But everyone ripped in. Everyone belted each other. Everyone had a mad go. Yeah, that's from both sides too. The the Maori All Stars, they were good as well. Oh, yeah. From what I saw, they were. Playing well, I thought her, uh, that Corey Herwer and Nara, he was good. He went mad lines. Yeah, playing at lock. Brandon Smith obviously had a blonder. Man, man of the match. Hectic yeah. cheese. He was unreal. Cheese. Yeah, what a cult following. Yeah. Why won't they let, just let poor Harry Grant go somewhere and play NRL when the yeah, cheese could yeah. be your next hooker? Exactly yeah, you, right. You've got two test hookers in front of you. Harry Grant's a kid who should be playing regular NRL going. What, why shouldn't I be asking for a release here? Yeah, and no, Grant's already 21 turned 22, so he's he won't be long before he does. Um, think about it. But. Just oh, at the Jets game, I stayed around and watched a bit of footy at Ipswich, and um, Phil Dennis, everyone knows Phil Dennis. Yeah. Remember, he retired at Mitchie last game <laughs> last like year. He's like 45 years old. Well, no longer is he retired. Yeah. He played for Ipswich on the weekend, played say, I knew Cup. That, I knew that and, wouldn't last long. Oh, looks fit. Come on, and they had two squads. He was playing five eight in a second, and just still a bit of show and go, a bit of sleight of hand, you know. Like he's coming off the bench in some role for the Jets. I think they've got a fairly young squad in some ways, I think. So he'd still be a good contributor. You have one old dog in there. I'm not saying they'll win it, but they'll be better than a lot of people think. The Jets, like just hearing Kieran Lander came in and spoke. Uh, he spoke about culture and things like that. Uh, they've got there and thing and talking about coaching and 
giving advice on things like that. There's one thing I think he was looking straight at me when he said it, and he goes, "Were you in the sheds?" No, like um, he came in to the, our, he before he went to the sheds, he invited us to come in anytime we want. Oh yeah, yeah, we can go in there. And then I saw um my mate Peter Gubb before the game, so I stayed around to watch, and he just said, "You can't have a." personal relationship with all your players you just don't have enough time you've got your own mates your own family and then i started counting i was going no i can do this i can do, i can do this i'm okay and he told <laughs> he told this story about how he got he got no, sit down kieran i'll take it from you yeah. he got seven calls from blokes with personal trouble he just got home got home at 8 30 after training yeah spent a time with his kids kids and his missus got seven different phone calls with people's dramas they've got a rule at the jets if you haven't got a job, you can't play first grade. And he said, Ben and Shane Walker brought that in. So the first year, full year they coached, there were dudes finding jobs the week before the first cup game. We should get Just, that down to Mitchie. Yeah. Oh, how would that be? Yeah, we <laughs> get some of the boys paying their rego. <laughs> That'd be nice. And he just talked about the culture of things. He said, if blokes want to leave for money. And he said there was one bloke from last year left and he left for money. And he goes, he's never welcome back at the Jets again. And he didn't say any names. But there's about five blokes that are left, so you can just count. But when yeah. they leave for money, do they like go out west or something? They leave the competition. No, no, no. He went to another team oh, in, in the, the Queensland comp. Cup. Yeah, that's what you mean. If some, he's all big on jobs because he says you got to get your your life outside of footy sorted. He goes, and he said to one bloke, he had to tell him, mate, you can't play till you get a job. He goes, you've got you've got other problems. I'm just going to be adding to your problems if I let you play footy and you don't have a job. Family's got to come first. Yeah, and he was just big on things like that like especially because it's like what do you do the other half of the year when you're not getting paid what do you, weekly what yeah. do you do yeah. during the day and on a Wednesday said, and and it, so many well, times you can and, train and he said that there are blokes who used to come to training before they implemented this rule and it looks like they've been on the source that day and he goes there's some lads he said we got, we got train hard play hard and we enjoy beer we're old school but there are some blokes who wouldn't pull up Sunday they'd be still having to drink Monday or Tuesday. And he goes, we go to Tuesday training. And he goes, some blokes would roll in and look like, you know, they've been half cut, you know, or, or had been having Arvo beers. And he said, we can't have that. It's no good for no one. And things like that. And they have things like culture. There was one bloke who was that um, uh, blue shirt trainer. And at a game, someone got knocked out as the opposition was scoring. He, ran, he runs out with a message, runs past the bloke on the ground to deliver the message to the team. They went to the hierarchy. I'm only assuming Jono was one of them. They said, fuck that clown off. Arsehole him. Said, players are paramount. Player safety is paramount. Yeah. It's not, you know, that's inexcusable. And he goes, don't matter what your credentials are. And they just fucked him off. And things like that. Like, just all sorts of things. Like, they got an S&C guy who spoke and he was good. But he's from a teaching background. And guess who he's mates with? <laughs> your boy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Him and uh, Lee Addison, his mates, <laughs> and um, actually worked together. And I said, he goes, yeah, I was uh, helping out with Poland at the Emerging Nation World Cup. I said, oh, you know Lee Addison then? He goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, right, we're gonna, I'm not going to say too much here. I just got here. Yeah. Anyway, he came over and he was talking to some of the senior blokes and uh, Kieran said to him, and Kieran's Murray, he said, mate, you can't talk to these blokes like you talk to them school kids. They'll give you a fucking clip if you talk to some of these senior boys like that. And he said in the first few weeks, <laughs> one of the senior blokes comes up and goes, goes, um, Kieran, fuck him off. He doesn't understand our culture. He don't fucking fit in. 
blah, blah, blah. But he, he said he's teaching him the ways to deal with men. So he's looking at it from the, like, uh, like uh, what would you call it, a fucking intellectual sort of point of view, like an educated person who's come from book smart sort of thing. And he's this guy, this guy, uh, Dawsey, played at West a few years ago. He said he play, he'd tell me the strength of the SNC got at the Jets and things like that. Like, when you know, and Kieran also said, we're, we're a welcoming culture here, but we're a learning culture. And he goes, you can't treat everyone the same way. And he just said, if some bloke's missus has lost a baby and he doesn't turn up, you know, because he's like to train it, I've got to know this to know what's going on in his life or I'm just going to think he didn't fucking turn up. He said one night he gets home, he's with his family, and he goes, he gets seven different phone calls from different players with problems. One bloke had depression. One bloke's missus was pregnant and she didn't want to keep the baby. One bloke didn't have a job. And then someone asked him, said, who do you need big shoulders for this? Who do you lean on? He goes, at the Jets, though everyone's there for each other. It's a real community sort of club, the Jets, you know, and I'm not saying other joints are, but I can't see one of these big money clubs being the same as them. You know what I mean? Like Redcliffe are millionaires and that's what they do. They need players. They buy you to fit in. And that's great when you're winning, but when you're losing, that gets exposed. And in some ways, I reckon there were some guys there playing BRL at West last year that didn't love the fucking red and black. The blokes just there because they were on a good wicket for playing oh, that 100%. level of footy. And when it got tough, some of those guys who are uh, talented footballers turned it up. And there are blokes who might not have been the most talented but loved the club and didn't want to lose digging in. And to me... Most of those blokes, I would say all of them are gone now. Triggs is, Triggs is not too big to know when he fucked something up or if he thought something didn't work and he would have said, listen, righto, we've got to get rid of some of these blokes that didn't perform for me and I'll get some blokes that will. Yeah. And, Trigger's not dumb. He'd look, yeah, mate, pro- he'd look at a problem and solve it like that. And like yeah, and things like that. He would say, and he'd be thinking to himself, fuck, I could have done better there. And that's one thing about Landis there. Never assume nothing. And I remember my first few years at coaching, I assumed blokes knew what a block shape was. But I speak to some of these boys in one stuff and the simple stuff like we were doing, we were doing that, that four catch, that four player catch pass drill, lean over the ball, pass, pass, two defenders in front of you. And like some blokes like Dana and Walsh and that knew exactly what I was talking about. But some boys in our squad had no idea. Catch, and then I broke it down. This is the edge. They're the defenders. We have to shift to the space. Some blokes were trying to throw cuts, turn inside balls, things like that. And that's the thing with blokes like Sam Voorhe and that. You've got too much talent, so you think you can play the trick shots all the time when the simple stuff works, and that goes against you. Sometimes you've just got to put the ego away and not be a douchebag and play <laughs> for the team. Hey, Voorhe, no. And those sort of Never. things like... And you see why a lot of some of them blokes, and that's another reason why some blokes don't make it. There are guys like a Riley Jacks who just grafts away, and he'll play some NRL this year. And you know, after last year when he's at Titans, yeah, no, he's no, back in Melbourne. Oh, that's right. After that, he could have just been thinking, "Shit, I'm either going Super League or I'm playing Cup." But Melbourne found a spot for him. Do you reckon he'll get around this year? I reckon at some point. I reckon Cooper Johns would have a would be. He was good in the higher, trial. They had a trial I was watching a bit of on the weekend and he yeah. played some good footy. And I, I saw a couple of things on online saying Cooper Johns has been impressing at pre-season and with um, obviously the experiment working with Hughes and that still in the halves and 
He was good. It was a lot better. One of the better games he played at half was for the Maoris out of the yeah. Looking like he's putting in a big off-season. Well, so, do you watch a lot of league, like every game of the round, or do you watch Broncos a lot? Or No, I try to watch as much as I can. Yeah. It is hard, It's a crazy game. Yeah, it is. And having, like, highlights. Like, I've heard blokes say on other podcasts, like with NFL stuff, you can't watch every game. No. And you try to. But you can watch highlights. And that's the thing about Bellamy. There was this story about him where they did a... He, they're watching the opposition, and he came up. He goes, "Oh, hang on, just rewind this a bit," and he showed this move that they'd done six weeks before the opposition are playing. He said they might pull this out. This wasn't something that's on highlight reels. This was something he would have watched the whole game. He's watched the last five or six games, the yeah, opposition, and he's seen that. Yeah, the and he's seen this going. That's not a bad move. They might throw that one at us. We better be prepared to defend it. Things like that. That's and, why he's the best. And, he's not. He's putting in the work, and by the time it comes Saturday of, he's already seen them play six or seven games. He probably watched six or seven games the night before, the day before, the the week before. So you can never be too prepared. I'm big on that preparations to go. And I, if you know something about the opposition, it can help. You can't center it, but if you know what who their danger men are, especially defensively, you got to work that out. Blokes will go, blokes will argue. Oh, we don't need to know that. Well, you need to know if they've got a big giant Islander centre who has a mad left foot step, and you only get out. that you only get that by watching footy, but right? like yeah, you got yeah, that's that's all it is. I suss out the opposition quite regularly, and you can look up facts on teams who their try scores are on that uh, league uh, website. So you start working out what's it called? TMs, scoring. that thing is that what you're talking about? Yeah, like sports, yeah, sports TG. TG. So you could work out, and this is what we. Like, if they're left, if one of the centers is their leading try scorer, that's the side they're going to attack. He's the indicator, and things like that. Like with the um, with uh, who was a Pine Central, uh, Zach Lister, who's at West now, that big center they got, that big fullback mm. who'd come from, he played some cup at North. He's the indicator. So where he's going, that's where you've got to be. You've got to be on red alert. And you've got to not kick the ball to him. I think was, was he the fullback full yeah. last year? Yeah. The yeah. Big fella? He, he played in centre. He played in the centres on he was that was very handy. Yeah. 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 Was that like Pine's legit like BRL trial? Was Yeah. Yeah. Was, and what was the score? Ended up being 38-16, I think. Was, like, was it a two-point yeah. game at halftime? Oh, uh, yeah. West were up 12-10. And was that West Prem side? Oh, pretty much. There was a, it was, Hemi was playing and so yeah. was Jack, eh? Yeah, Hemi and Jack Walters. There was a few in there. But West sent 12 blokes to North Saturday because North had a game before it was the affiliate side versus. So they got together all their affiliates. So it was the West boys and the Valleys boys, and like they made a side up and they versed. I'm not sure exactly sure. A who PNG they, side, because yeah, I think the same PNG side. side had a run against Wynnum's reserves yeah. on so, the Bronx. On so the we were line. missing those blokes at 12 of them, and then they didn't play. Um, a good handful of blokes that played the trial at Esk, so it was just a mixed match. Like Ethan Wheel played. Um, Campbell Moore was there, I'm pretty sure. Campbell Moore played at North. North yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, we Reece, had, had Walters. Reece, what? Reece Kennedy. I didn't see Reese playing. Reese wasn't playing. Um, Did the Ferrari play? Eddie. Um, yeah, Why is he the Ferrari? See what happens when he gets the ball. He's untackleable <laughs> in that sort of footy. He used to do that in Cup when he was fit. Eddie. Like, here's the Ferrari. They had this nines tournament that Vass played at. Kim shared. Holy shit. It just looked like he just kept fending people off. He was like the big kid playing again when playing in under 10s. I'm just going to – no one could tackle him. He would just get Eddie the ball, he scores. Yeah. And that, and that was their big go-to last year in BRL for Wes. 
try and get Eddie one on one, and he'd either create opportunities for Campbell or score himself. Which mm. and when they were rolling on, it worked. Who, um, in your opinion, who played well for the Panthers? Um, I thought who was it? Um, Jack Walters played well. He scored two tries under the sticks in the first half. He was um pretty good. Um, I thought our Jacob Kelly played well on the left edge. I thought Joshy Spear had a good run. He was looking fit. Did he play half? Oh, oh, before looking I forget fit, fullback? Before looking I very <laughs> aggr- He was looking Did aggressive. A bit of he threw a block doing. play to himself running yeah, the back yeah. line. Before <laughs> I forget, I get a message from Spearsy every few days. Can I please plug the Pineshire Cup? We spoke about it before. It's actually playing. Sanford uh, must be due to play. Yeah, uh, play Sanford. Play Dabra, Dabra in the first game. At this at Dabra, there's a so Sanford played Dabra and then Pine Rivers play Pine Central. Yeah. I yeah. drove through Sanford the other day. I swear there was a bit of a buzz about it. Eh? Yeah, they dig it, man. They love They're it. Getting out excited, there. The towns. <laughs> so it's, it's like fucking Mardi Gras. On, it's, <laughs> a, it's a full on little tournament. If you like your footy, we'll post a bit of info on it on the Any Given Monday page to tell you when the games are. But this weekend, it. Gibson Park, they call it the Fishbowl. The West Mitchie Panthers will be coming to town to play against the Brethren. So 7 o'clock Saturday evening at Gibson Park, Stafford. If you're not doing anything, get down there. Flush little setup, not really. (laughs) But the footy will be good, the beers are cold, and I'm sure the canteen food's (laughs) (laughs) semi-edible. And if you've got any hot sisters, bring them down too. (laughs) Yeah. That's good. Yeah, Dana. Just trying, oh, sorry, there. Just aren't, you with, aren't you with you, Mrs. I anymore? thought I was thinking that in my head. Aren't you with you, Mrs. Anyway? <laughs> you always you bring up. that one under oh, the yeah. <laughs> Well, okay, no, we won't ask personal questions on the show then. Did you Did you boys watch the fight? What's that? You, I mean, got, you mean the destruction? I was, just, yeah, I was watching mean, it on my phone, like one-handed. I was playing golf with Callum. So I was driving and I was looking at it like this. Dude, that sounded safe. Where could yeah. that go wrong in a beer? Was the beers there too? Yeah, there was plenty of beers. But um, I was we were supposed to be done by then, but we got pushed back because comp was on and then we got stuck behind three groups of four who were just fucking around. So we ended up running long. So Cal and I were watching it on the phone there. We turned in like late. We missed the first couple of rounds, but we ended up seeing the, seeing the finish and thank fuck for that. Actually, did you watch oh. it? Yeah, I yeah, only we, got the highlights in. Oh, yeah. But I was back in Fury the whole yeah. way. Oh, the so Gypsy King. How can you not love him? Yeah, what I lost, he's I lost a bit of money on Wilder. Oh, <laughs> yeah? Yeah, Yank. Yeah, Yank. Oh, yeah. yeah. the, the I haven't had a punt in ages. And I just, I always, and every time I do, I always just bet with my heart. Like, I'm just, and you fucked up, I'm bad for the UFC as well. I'm always fucking, yeah, losing. Did you see bets. how much support he had, Fury? Like, they showed him out when he went, when they were in that club afterwards. And he had the Union Jack strapped around him on the stage. And the whole crowd, all of Vegas just adopted Tyson Fury. He said he felt like he was fighting in fucking Manchester. Yeah, was, I had my fears for Fury because when they're like hyping it up, like, he's like, oh, I'm going to knock him out. So, so I was just fearing that he'd be searching for just a big knockout blow. And Wilder would come in with that big right hand. And he did give him a, like one or two rights early in the, in the second round there. That's so why I was worried that... To- He'd give him too much, try and knock him out and get clipped. But 
he fucking just outboxed him completely. And everyone knew he was a bit the better boxer, but Wilder just had has that right hand that's but, yeah, lethal. just the way but, he staunched him down. Like I was getting frustrated watching it. Mad like with imagine Wilder like fucking he's just walking him down the whole time. Mm. He just couldn't get off and he doesn't do well like walk, like going backwards. That photo I posted, that one where he's down on his knees and been buckled. When your trainer throws in the towel, mm. you know, you've copped a fair beating. Like have you seen that? meme where it's him quoting I'd beat Mike Tyson in my prime and it's his face almost getting punched off by fucking the gypsy king (laughs) holy shit his jaws swinging more than Judy's on Saturday it's still a fucking good fight though whoa that photo, <laughs> did, you see, did you see that photo of him? How fat he was when he was just fucking depressed, oh, junked out. and then fucking on the fucking Coke Colombian cake. courage and yeah, everything. Yeah. And if you had said that, but this bike will make a comeback, you surely not. No yeah. way. And then showed him with the belt. The yeah, like fucking sort of inspire. He's inspiration. He was depressed. Yeah, like this shows people that you can turn your way. But around. it was, you know, like what Wilder was saying in the uh, the pre-fight press conference is correct. Like when he was like that, and Wilder started getting these belts, Wilder was like, "Where the fuck's Fury at? Get off the fucking coke, cunt! Sort your life out. Come fight me." And that, and then that was that was when he was he was like fucking cracked out. So, do you think he still thinks that? What do you mean? After he fucking drew and well, I, think, I don't know. I reckon Fury would be back on it at this I, stage. I think both of them. Oh, after seeing that nightclub, the, I don't think there's any Asada testing going on the next day. I'm just telling you. I'd think, I think both of them would think how good it is what they're doing for the heavyweight division. Do you think he'd yeah. be awake yet like I want? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, do, holy do you think shit. it sets oh, up a, a trilogy oh, fight? I think it has to. Has to? Yeah. Well, you don't you don't think he looks for Joshua and then yeah. it goes back well, to Well, he said in this thing he said that'd be his back. In some order, like do that, and then I've done everything after that. Yeah, and I thought some yeah, good fights enough. coming up. I was oh, just, how yeah. good. I was just talking to Maitland, and I was like, "What about if he goes? So Fury goes, Joshua, and then they throw um, Wilder a gimme with Ruiz, and then the, he get then he goes through Ruiz, and then he gets the winner of Fury Joshua. So it sets up because is I that reckon, a gimme, but Ruiz pushes Joshua I'll be to the back sword. In Ruiz. <laughs> yeah. After after seeing Wilder yesterday or sad sad day. I was and like Ruiz, what he did to Joshua, he was looking pretty dangerous. But then the second fight, though, is pretty yeah, fucking true. average. True. You wonder why they put fights anywhere but Vegas sometimes. Yeah. The heavyweight yeah. capital, and when they go around the history of the great fights they've had over the over the years, and you think, look at how that town fucking embraces it. Everyone jumps on someone's being. It is the epicenter, yeah. right? Yeah. It's, it's just set test. up perfectly for it's it. Unbelievable. It? And don't they, the taxes are less. So yeah. the fighters get paid more. Yeah, it just looks like it. Yeah. And every, and they all get a cut of when they're showing it around the world and we're all at someone's house or at a pub. Yeah. At the new year, it was event. standing room only. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it was booming. And some places didn't have it and I was thinking, geez, you'd be losing cash yeah. now oh, and all the other joints. All the other joints, yeah, the other joints would be, yep, come on in, boys. Come on in. Spend your cash here. Oh, it's good. It's good for the fight games. Yeah, that. and like, there's a fucking see some good boxing bouts now because that's what UFC like. UFC's good taken because over, it was eh? because there was so much like shit decisions in that with boxing and people couldn't understand how the fuck there'd be a draw when a guy battled. That was the second best fight I saw. There was a man I call his name Shane Livingston. I saw <laughs> Shane come out of retirement fight at this charity day, unfit. <laughs> 
Look, had a big King Tut's on him. Managed a draw with his bloke who was in better nick than him. He only answered the call a week and a half before or but, something like that. But Livo's was, got a bit of boxing in him. Yeah, he knew yeah. how to fight. Yeah, But it was a fair effort to draw. Like, he didn't look like he'd been doing... As you know with Livo, he doesn't do a lot of pre-season training. <laughs> so he just got the call and thought, I'll jump in. Where normal people would go, no, no, thanks. I'll just come watch. But no, not Shane. It's good for, it's good for boxing. And... Considering the UFC is killing it at the moment, like yeah, no, we US... just had we just had Connor Cowboy, which is giant, yeah. and now we got Khabib and Ferguson coming up. The, the fight on the weekend crazy. before the hooker, the f- and hooker got up. Yeah, hooker got up over Felder. Yeah, yeah. did you watch that? No, I just watched. I watched it today because I heard about how good of a fight it was. Yeah, watch it, man. It was five rounds, split decision, and I had Felder. A eh? and but it's in New Zealand, and 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 the only I think the difference was that in the I think in the fourth and fifth. At the later part of the rounds, uh, like Hooker kind of got to his back and then took him down. There was a couple takedowns, and that probably was the only difference. Yep, but you see at that, like the end of that when they're filming and having their um, chats and stuff like that, they were both beaten. Like, oh yeah, they had flogged each other. Is that? Yeah, do you see that picture so when they were on the old, going to the hospital on the uh, in the old stretches in the no. ambulance? They pushed them over together, and the boys got a photo together. Yeah, I didn't see that on yeah, Facebook. Yeah, that was yeah. mad. Yeah. <laughs> Massive respect. But that one gym has got Hooker, um, Israel, and Volkanovski out of it over in New Zealand. Yeah. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Uh, what else did I watch? World Club Challenge. Didn't get up early, but watched on KO. It was a fair effort. I'm glad the Poms put up a good battle because I hate seeing that because so many times the NRL side dominates them and we're expecting that. Mm. But over there, a bit of different refereeing. The Chooks are still finding their way and the uh, – Saints were three games in. They were both missing a couple of key players. Young Flanagan impressed. I thought he did a very he solid job. Good. And Kiri got man of the match, so he ran the show. How good is Luke Kiri? Especially when he's... Every time he gets left on the side without another... Like, obviously, Flanagan's a good half, but he's obviously yeah, no, not... Yeah. He's, he's obviously Wouldn't have played 10 NRL yeah, games. Exactly. So, and then you put Luke Kiri with him, and Luke Kiri just fucking goes ballistic, wins man of the match, scores scores a try. Pound for pound, he's got to be one of the best. He's eh? unbelievable. He's so good. I'm spewing his... It wasn't that long ago that he got knocked a couple of times. He wanted to play for Queensland, remember? He was born in Ipswich. But I said no, because he'd moved to... When he was 10, his family moved to to Wentworthville. So they said no. And he played more junior footy in Sydney than in New South Wales than he had in Queensland. And what his first rep was New South Wales. Yeah, would have been. And he came back, moved back to the Gold Coast. Isn't officially that's the... They've tinkered with it now, with the 14, after 14. Technically, with the rules now, Petro wouldn't have been able to have played Origin, I don't think. Even though he grew up at Reddy, because he's born in Fiji. You know, things like that. Like, that's another one. Um, They had, the Titans had Luke Keary, but they didn't rate him. In their 20 squad. So he left, went back to Burley and went to South and won a couple of comps, played for Australia and is probably on the verge of playing for the Blues. He surely is the Blues for that next You know, year. so surely. that was... That was No-brainer, th- I think. Yeah, he's walking if I was picking the Blues. With it after that. That, that, that. Depending on who's yeah, playing. But that's interesting. It's either Cause if, Nathan Cleary or Mitch Moses. Well, I would... If you really wanted to go someone who could kick you home, I think you stay with. I think you stay with. I like to, I like Aaron Reynolds. Yeah. If you're in a good like, look at him when he was dominating the game when South's massive pack. But the thing is, can and he has had a taste. 
Some blokes will come back after having a taste and they'll go bigger and better. Like Todd Carney played three games, didn't have his best one in the first one. This was in 2012. His next two were good. You fucking look at him now. Yeah. Like, you know, playing at Byron. <laughs> thought of going down and Tattoo shop in Bali. <laughs> yeah, and he got a missus who was on Married at First Sight and punches on at the ground. I watched him play at Ballina and to have a blue at the local ground, you really got to be Does he carve up? No, he didn't do that. Kill no. a play. Jamie Lyon played all over him there. He played with a banged up rib, and they're not. They, they've got a solid side. They're not far <laughs> off the final, but like Lyon just ran the show, and he had some good out back rowers, good fullback, and just really did what he had to, and gave it to all the young, fast, athletic blokes, and got it done. Like Carney played good. I'm keen to go watch him play in Byron because I don't mind the odd trip to Byron. That's what that's what I think we should do next year. Instead of going out to crack Crackolia at fucking <laughs> Gundy, let's go to Byron and play them and stay in Byron for a day or two and have a drink. See, no one's saying no. That sounds yeah, a shit idea. And, we'll, and so we draw. Okay, but then how's we'll, this going? Well, the worst thing is, but we'll go to play the game and our captain will be fucking high as a kite in some <laughs> teepee somewhere. And we'll be like, where the fuck is Freedy? Yeah. Drag him off the beach. Like, what's that place down the road? <laughs> yeah, Nimbin. Yeah, yeah. Freedy be down there eating cookies. Like, where the fuck <laughs> do you get them cool. cookies from? Oh, here we I go. met a really do reliable you, chemist. Do you here. sell yeah. any of those uh, Colorado chocolates here? <laughs> yeah, we got big bags, man. Uh, oh, could I have a, could I have a box full? Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, how what's the update? <laughs> what's the so update great. with this Gunda Windy thing? Yeah, how much great. are they? How much are they punching in? Oh well, we, I'm still talking off there about that. But the last they're paying goes, a paying G guy a thousand bucks yeah. a game to come. He goes, he goes, he goes, he yeah. goes. Surely, bro, your dead shit club can pay for a fucking of buses. I go, bro, oh, you fuck. pay your players. We pay to play. Yeah, okay, yeah. there's a humongous difference there, man. Oh Jesus, look at this bloke, right? Bagging yeah. us. But nah, they're gonna chip in for sure. Um, yeah, so, but... So they've got to have a drop-off in Brizzy at some stage. Yeah, Everything. Surely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he got, we're talking about, he's like, you motherfuckers better not just come out here, get on your fucking chemicals and not drink anything. Has <laughs> <laughs> he only just... I was like, I cannot promise just met us asking if we're going to drink piss? Uh, well, okay. No, we're all going to go and get on our protein shakes after the game and sit around and sing Kumbaya. But you're driving the bus, <laughs> you're driving yeah. the bus aren't you? No, no, fuck no. I've teed that up with uh, Patrick Uzebaker. He was all keen because he's keen to impress. I'm not driving a fucking bus five hours back after we go out in the sauce. Oh, Paddy's, uh, that episode last week's easily the biggest. Yeah, no. Yeah, like, over, really? like straight over, like after two days, it was up to like 120 and then it's over 300. Yeah, so oh. obviously he's just spread all his Young, to his Mexicans, you know. It would be. It'd just be like yeah, clans, yeah. like there'd be like meth labs in the middle of the fucking forest oh, and shit. Yeah, People listening was... to AGM. Oh, I did hurt. Um, your brother Joel, he is back next weekend. Yeah, he's coming on Friday, us. I believe. So well, that could be a bus rumor. driver. Well, there is yeah. rumor that he said he drove. Is he coming to Gundy? Yeah, he's playing. He spoke to Clint a few weeks ago, and Clint said, "Yeah, jump on the nice. bus." And we'll get Bendo to meet us out there. Yeah, <laughs> Bendo. Bendo. He's, he's only down the road. Yeah, yeah. but his yeah. ankle brace will start ringing <laughs> when he leaves home. So, oh, yeah, not far from Warwick. <laughs> are there? All right, look. There's some questions up. Not good questions, but we'll see how they go. <laughs> 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 Danny Williams, um, as light from a star spreads out and weakens, do gaps fro- form between the? What does he mean there? Photons between the photons? Yeah, that's a no. That's a no. I've looked it up, and 
That's a no. Okay. Mm-hmm. Dante, how do you see the All-Stars playing out the next few years? Was it a success? 100% success. You've got to keep playing it. Like, if you can get 23,000 people at a pre-season game and, it just, and it's cultural stuff, I don't, they'll keep moving it around. Similar to the nines, it's location, location, location. You don't want to send it to Perth or something and play it. What do we keep sending oh. shit to Perth? Oh, Can someone please well, explain to me. I know send, some, send some stuff to Darwin. You're good yeah. for expansion. Well, but then, like, like fuck, how Para take that game up there and it's, it's chockers. And yeah. it's Para versus Canberra last year was ginormous up there. Yeah, and, and they're the two gun, fucking fans at last. Two sides that right. made the NRL finals played up there. So up there and you're all up there close and personal. Like the crowd of Burley on the weekend looked mad. I would have gone down, but you know how small Burley is. You'd have to get there early as fuck to get a good spot. Yeah. You know, like, because my daughter loves Burley. And, like, I was, would have been good, but I said, we can just wait till they have a game on a Sunday and we'll go down. We'll go down and watch. Because so, you've got to get a spot in the leagues, yeah. don't you? No, you well, can get out there. And there's a hill, little hill over the far side near the can bar that's not bad. But, like, people stand in front of you when you sit in a little grandstand. So if you get in a shit spot, they're setting up the cameras for Channel 9 and things like that. You can think, oh, sweet, we're right near the bench. But then they're setting up the cameras moving around. You're not seeing parts of the action. So we stood, uh, we were uh, we were on the far side in the prelim and, fuck, they were throwing it at Chandler. He gets more peptide bag oh, yeah? than you. It's, it's just squat I don't get any. Uh, <laughs> 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 right. I'm, yeah, sorry about that. Eh? Like, so yes, I think I think it's been passed from you. You've passed the button down to little Uzi, and now he just cops all the peppy chat. Oh, he's man. jacked, man. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just want to congratulate uh, Declan Uzabega. Debut for the Latin Heat 18s. Um, they lost. Uh, was twenty six four. He got Sinbin for starting a fight. Yeah. All I saw was a bunch of guys jumping in. And Have you seen the video? Yes, I was. That's a big gonna, one. Yeah, we're going to post it on yeah. the page soon. Yeah. Dano posted we'll it on the page <laughs> and. No reason, he just started pushing and shoving with this bloke. I don't think you like getting bumped. Yeah. And he come back into the tackle. Roid rage? Yeah. Come back into the tackle, give him some, and then the, the, he got up and pushed him a little. He was standing at market, got up, got a little shove, didn't like it, so just started wasn't throwing much, punches. Wasn't much of a shove if you fight <laughs> yeah. for that. It was a brush, and then he started throwing punches, and then before you know it, it was six cunts on him. So. I wouldn't. Geez, they all came in, they were looking after each other, the multiple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it looked like when Glenn Stewart and uh, yeah. Adam, Blair Adam Blair were fighting, Blair and all the boys looking after each other. And then Manly come in, and yeah. there's no Melbourne area. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone, no one thought, hey, perhaps we could help someone here. Yeah. Oh, my God, that's terrible. Are we going to stop it? Oh, no. <laughs> Don't be stupid, man. Don't be stu- I'd hate to be with Uzi at somewhere like a shopping centre. Someone bumps into his cart and he'd want to crash tackle. Yeah. Angry roidos are like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, it's like there's a bloke in, the, in our team and he throws shit balls to people that blows them up for him not being there. So now he's moving to a different role, I heard. I no, he's like, talking about me. <laughs> I don't want to name names. I don't want to get sued. But, you know, like, but yes. So, I think, so, Jack, you're the guest. All-stars, big success? I think so. Where do you, do you think they should move it around? Or like, It was in Melbourne. It looked even good in Melbourne. Melbourne, we forget that even though they got a comp down there and the Storm are doing well, we can't have too much support. We, you can't have 
too too much support in Melbourne, I reckon. Like, Especially because there's <laughs> over 1.2 yeah, million people The more down, people like, that can like AFL and league, and they don't really clash that much, mm. you know, get kid, get some more kids playing. I was just thinking how funny, I'm going to take a shot at you now, cunt, is, um, <laughs> is you go, hey, Jack, you're the guest. Um, what do you think? About? Yeah, was it a big success? And Jack goes, I think so. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> he answered the fucking question. It's not a police interrogation, fuckhead. This is not like when they... Fucking put you on the piss test and fucking. Right, I just needed a breather for five <laughs> <laughs> Jack, please deliberate on your prior. It's a big success. What do you think? Do you think I should forward? move it? That was what I was going to say. Melbourne was good the year before, too. I think it's. <laughs> go to New Zealand. Give New Zealand. Yes, go. both with the Maoris, they'd sell it out. Go yeah, put more over there, eh? Right? Yeah, they share it around, I guess. Yeah, if you're going to go somewhere and you want to make money, you'd go over there and give the Maoris a home game. Because I'm sure they'd... I mean, I'm, I'm sure Darwin would be a big hit. There's plenty of Indigenous following and there's oh, plenty of Sollies there. Wait, how loads. good would, like, Vanuatu or something be? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good, good. Yeah, yeah, nice. Maybe we could take... Doesn't, like, um, doesn't Vernon go over there? Arthur go over yeah, there Yeah, he the goes time? over there. Yeah, he does. Then we could, like, have, like, USA versus Serbia at West Mitchie. Right <laughs> yeah, That'd be, be great. It'd be good. We'd yeah. get the crowds in then. Plenty like, of no, picking fruit in the warm-up we'd, and shit like We'd that. have to just put the bucket around and ask people to put money in because we we don't have enough cash to keep that temporary fence up or pay for security <laughs> to stop people walking in. Can you just give us some change, oh, Fuck, please? that grass is looking good, eh? Yeah, yeah the West Mitchie Field. first move not long ago? Oh, mm. it would have to be, I'd say. Fuck rugby league. Let's turn this into a lawn podcast. Yeah, fucking lawn <laughs> porn, Have baby. you thought now that you're like one of your several jobs is a groundsman to go down there and add your expertise? I was actually down there last week checking out their s- cylinder mower. Like, oh, Ken, Ken opened it up for me and I was checking it out. Like, oh, Did you nice. get mad at you when you touched it? Did you it's touch way it? bigger oh, than mine. Man. Yeah, but if you touch it, I bet no, you... No, I was sitting there. Oh, what about a oh. he, No, he was yeah, sweet. He used, get, <laughs> he used to get the shits of people, if kids come down or kicking goals down there, yeah. on the main field. He used to bring down your school team and he had to have a chat to you, didn't he? Yeah, he does. He does. He, he's he, he's you a know, sheriff. Half of he's having a go. Sometimes he's a bit serious, but uh, he's usually just fucking taking the piss. <laughs> but one time I brought him down and trained on the number one field because the other two were just fucking dirt patches. And there's plenty of potholes. And if you go and lose a couple of kids to injury, I'm sure <laughs> that's going to go down well with the school's um, insurance and things yeah. like that. Just make those kids disappear. Well, well what's going on there? <laughs> So do you want to plug your um your CrossFit business, your one of your other jobs or anything? <laughs> no. <laughs> you don't want to plug it, don't need any members. No, I'll say yeah. one thing about it is you know, you just can get out there on social media mm-hmm. all the time, fucking there's people in normally it's Daisy Hutton, a friend of mine, she's always post, posting up shit doing fucking crap there. Like it's good, you just get plenty of exposure. Yeah, well they're trying to get more members in, yeah. Yeah, well why wouldn't Daisy's you, a nut job though. Yeah, Fitness why, nut job. Why wouldn't you uh give it a plug then to help get the do you feel that you are like Brisbane's version of the Gundawindi Barbell Club or <laughs> could you have some sort of CrossFit off against the Gundawindi Barbell nah, Club? No, because Offadell rings me every like every week and he's like, oh, how you guys do this? And then he implements it. And he's like, what are you doing here? And then he'll implement it. So are you sort of a mentor to Mark? You kind of, yeah. yeah. I'd he, say on and off the field He mentor. tries to belittle you, but in actual <laughs> yeah. fact, you're a man he looks up to. Mm. Excellent. He's Excellent. like going down with his missus and I'm like, no, counterclockwise. Yeah, yeah. Motherfucker. you're a good friend, Christian. So... On a serious note, there's <laughs> talk around the coaching circles that you will be moving to half. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I heard that you yeah, heard you got a fucking sweet hooker sitting waist on the bench. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, so like thing, yeah, like, <laughs> and a sweeter one who's probably 
at an all-you-can-eat donut shop tonight in Ethan Pringle, he's when he decides he wants to play footy in between eating and working. To be there in April. And getting yeah. bent. Yeah. He doesn't mind to bend, old Pringle. Yeah, so that's it. So you look and think you, you – I know you have played in the halves at World Cup level with limited success. Yeah, that went well. Yeah. <laughs> You did set up a couple of tries too. Good range for the other was the team. No, no, actually for the team you're playing, which surprised me. Who would the back? Who would your back rower be on your side? On my side, yeah. Who would you have as a back row if you could pick the back row to run off your passes? Uh probably. I don't know. It depends who we got there, but I'd go. I don't mind having. Um, I give him a lot of shit, but having Cal there, I don't mind that at all. Yeah, Cal. Yeah. And Walsh well, hopefully he's him. not back with us playing, but if he's there, yeah. Yeah, Cal. Congratulations to Cal Stewart, former guest here on the show. Well, she's going to be centre. Yeah, outside Cal. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh then. Yeah 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 yeah. yeah. Nah, you like the. Le- oh yeah, because I'll be left. Yeah. I'm yeah. Left. yeah. So yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. And yeah. Who, who? Who's your dinger? Barno. No, at the moment training, it's... Um, Jeremy Jones. Yeah, oh, Jeremy, Jeremy Jones. yeah, he'll finish. He'll score tries big and strong. Oh, he's got to be there. He's, sure. he's handy there. Yeah, he'll do some damage. Be good coming out, like on kick returns and that, with him and Fago and whoever, and probably Barno on the other side. You know, we've got uh, a lot of good set starters there with yourself and who and whoever the other centre might be. Yeah. Um, Keenan? No, it'll be Keenan. Oh, will be Kino. the winger. We've, we forgot Keenan. Keno. The centre will be Shano. Shano, yeah. There's, I'm that, still in talks with getting Wexy back as well. Wexy, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Didn't he move? Well. Didn't he they move were, back to Bundy? So no, nah, Maribor. Yeah. Maribor, yeah. sorry, that's his home. Oh, so he can't. He's not coming. Fair back. way to commute. He, oh, he moved up there. I'm not sure. I Clint, get that cash book out, man. Yeah. Get Wexy back. Yeah, apparently he's in. Get six dollars forty out of your console and offer it to him. He was so good on the end of a candy shop. If you shout Wexy a Seven Eleven sandwich before a game, he'll play for us. Yeah, loves it. Loves the singer. <laughs> right. Have we got any more questions? Most of them will fuck around, but we'll see if they... Yeah, is surely Tyson Fury's the number one big dog now, similar to the kid in the showers? Oh, That's yeah, we Uzi. just said that. Yeah, he's... Yeah. Um, he's Man, at the moment, his popularity, fucking, it'd be enormous. The amount of people that would have fucking liked all those videos about him and all that shit. He could... His next fight, he's going to... doesn't matter who it is. He's going to fucking be rolling in fucking cash again. And he'd probably want to have it at Vegas. Don't to turn that off. It's probably Voorhees ringing in. Just fucking trying to ruin it. Who was it? Tano? Oh, it's my missus. Not realising we're live. Thanks. I'm glad you're a big fan. <laughs> big fan of the show. Thanks. We did that for you, Tino. And then ja- and then Hoops. How many holes are in a crumpet? They're in a uh, crumpet. Is Hoops playing? Uh, Jackson will make a few cameo appearances, the word is. Like, that's the spirit. What's happening there? He's trying to get live back on. Oh. I'm trying to go. Oh, right, I'll do this. Just get yeah. Yeah. There we are. And we're back. Yeah. Thanks for that, Jane, ringing in. What's What's the deal with oh, this Jane story? Okay, what do we got headline-wise? Uh, this young fella, yeah, who was getting uh, bullied and, like, sort of bu- bad bullying and the Indigenous boys welcomed him to camp. And now the people are whinging about them doing it, like saying, oh, what, are they going to do that for everybody? Well, unfortunately, you can't do it for everybody, but you can make a statement to try and show that bullying people is not fucking acceptable in the world and trying to, trying to educate people. That's the thing about it is, like, and you talk about subliminal racism and bullying and shit like this. It's about educating people to show them what's not acceptable in society. 
And unfortunately, in society, a lot of shit's been happening for a long time. And you, it's hard to get out of some people, bad habits out of some people. It's just a part of life. But if we want to start um, trying to make the world a little bit better place and accepting more people who are a little bit different than ourselves, we've got to start young. You know That's what I mean? It. I was watching um, the Adam Goods doco on ABC. That was full on. Like, and criticism both ways about things that were said and how things were handled and that. But that's the thing, like, it's really deep. It's a deep, deep topic, and that's the thing. So, And it still goes back to we've got to e educate people on things, what's, what's acceptable and what's not. Like, when I was a kid, like, my uncles and that used to fucking, oh, please, you are a fan. Oh, yeah, you got Bring to, her over you got here. Bring her <laughs> Boy, yeah, Get yeah. that for all right. That's the guy we were just talking about. People, he's trying to ring in. Boy, Bergs, do any, do any of the Uzabegas um, know no. how to fight, or do they just throw the first one and see how it goes? My is word is <laughs> no. I would say I've never said. Oh, Pat, Pat, their dad, he can throw them. Yeah. yeah, Pat can throw them. So other than that, the boys have never learnt any pugilistic skills from Pat. And Pat had a bit of grub in him. I played with Pat. Didn't mind the atomic forearm on, but he used to get binned all the time. Like, and he would actually punch someone. So, like, maybe he was he telling me he used to pay rent on the Simbin at Mitchie back in Yeah, he binned a lot. He got suspended on a shit call for throwing a water bottle at a touch judge. Got two, two, two or three game suspension the following season. <laughs> and we, yeah. So, things like that. So, he's a fiery character. But yes, Pat Uzabega can throw him. But Jackson and Declan definitely. Yeah, not yet. Like, not. Uh, Jack. Uh, Declan, I haven't. He said he was talking about training with his mate. It was a Muay Thai fighter. <laughs> <laughs> maybe Everyone's training with their mate. Is a, the, Muay Thai the, a lot of the Muay Thai fighters about. Maybe sign up with that pretty soon after I saw your actions on the weekend. If you're that angry with everyone uh, pushes you, you'd really need to start. It might be all the bag zits from the from the roidies. He might just be getting yeah, just bag zits on his back. I thought you, you meant the bags he was carrying in when he walks in that with the luggage range. under every car. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, when you're not quite 18 yet, you more that could get sorted out when you start playing against men. You think you're a bit handy, and then you go in and wear a couple from some madman. You get in a div three, yeah. and, you, and you try and throw one at the bloke playing the oh, ball. Man. You might just find yourself on the ground or in a ditch. Yeah, <laughs> so that's the thing. So could be a learning curve for the lad, but congratulations <laughs> to him good on making the uh, Latin Heat side. Congratulations. Speaking of Bergs, his um, Brazil side beat Peru. So. I think it's one of their first ever wins in 13 sides. They wouldn't have played many games. But congratulations to Rob Berg, the uh, Latin Heat godfather himself. Oh, Jackson's come in with something. Don't think I've ever connected, but I like where this is going. Good on you, Uzi. You can't take, you know, one of you are the life of the party, everyone. He doesn't mind people hanging it on him. He just, you know, absorbs it and then turns it back on someone. Great work, son. So, Freddy, you you're looking forward to this trial. You be you be captain of he. I'm hearing this trial coming. Yeah. I didn't. I I was going to put my hand up not to play. Yeah, right. Just because it's trial, and like there's a lot of we got a lot of halves and hookers. Yeah, nice. Well, so fair was, enough yeah. too. It's not like your spot's yeah. in danger. Me too. I'm just going to sit it out. <laughs> just being a walk on and all. You know, <laughs> I was just going to just. Let some of the younger boys have a run. And they have a strong squad, the fish eaters, and they normally do a pretty 
uh, full-on pre-season as we have. So this will be a good test early on. Yeah, but they can't beat us, and we've proven that yeah, over that's the last thing. few years. They're but like fucking if open. blokes start resting themselves, yeah. they, oh, we got so, yeah, like, they can beat us in pre-season games, they just can't beat us in real games. If it was like we're playing two teams for sure, I'd, but, but because it's one and a lot of boys have got to actually show show you and Clint something, so they, mm. uh, yeah. We got like, you know, fish and that young fish and stuff. Yeah, he, he he's, hard, he's getting better and better. Like he... Uh, he was good the other when Dano was hooker in the side we had, and Fish was half. He really started developing his game a lot. He's fucking quick, mm. too. So he cha- take him on, challenge the line, and and when you see blokes tired, use your footwork and your wheels. Take him on. I wonder if brother's gonna have that cracked out winger again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's there. Probably will. He's yeah. there. Yeah. I don't think he's going anywhere. No, <laughs> yeah. I think his supplier's down there. He's got to keep going. <laughs> Next place he's going Grafton. That's yeah. <laughs> They're driving back with so, a full boot load. <laughs> so not hard to work out sort of their main weapons. You don't kick to the fullback ever. Yeah, he, he, nightmare. Yeah, and when Vorhe comes up with one of these shit plans, over overcall it. Well, they've also got they've picked up Swifty. Yeah, yeah Swift. Troy Swift. He's a former. He, he was playing there before he went to West. He can whack and run a line. Can you I'm, I'm pretty sure that he's playing on the left side, so I'm yeah. nowhere near him. I'm pretty sure. Have you guys seen that he put a whack on Chizzer back in 2016, I think it was. Chizzer had his A-grade debut, got a pill off Ollie Olds, running an unders line, and Swifty greased him. I think Chizzer's still picking fucking dirt out of his teeth. I never... Fuck me, dead. If that ever happened to anyone on our side, I think it might be death. Lucky Chizzer's a tough bar. So I'll find well, that and we'll Ollie, it. Ollie Olds, mate of mine, he listens to this show. He tells me, if you've heard this, can you confirm or deny how you got, <laughs> got poor Chizzer killed with that hospital near a bloke who can whack? That's... So just feel free to send in your version of the of the story, but that doesn't sound good. That's not blokes aren't lining up to run off you when you come back from the injury, brother. Oh, I love you, Ollie, but you did get him creased that day. <laughs> <laughs> so how far off of the NRL season are we now? Um, three weeks. Oh, thank yeah, three fucking weeks. God. Yeah. Three and a half weeks. Yeah. <laughs> so while we're in Cragzonia, yeah. the NRL kicks off the Thursday before. Sweet. So that'll be good. So. Hopefully there's a... Well, while we're out of Gundy, you can get on uh, the Facebook, you know, Facebook Live. Oh, we'll do. I'll yeah. interview Mark Offit. Uh, someone might have to... We won't have to get a guy on a bike to power up the fucking lights at the pub and shit and yeah. keep the fridge cold. So uh, Yeah, we just get one of the bunners to run on a hamster wheel for a while and yeah, just keep the fridges going and keep swapping. Well, those boys are always fast. always throw Stevie D in there. He's, he loves it. You know, he runs the training, trains yeah, and runs home. Yeah, so. He never, th- never thinks to buy a car and drive anywhere. Good on him. Good commitment. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. We've got a good squad, and this is going to rock and roll. And the old Gibbo Park turf will be about as soft as Sanford Road. Yeah. So that'll be. That's going to be physical. So there's going to be some. Bumps and then we've and got that, and then Gundy is the week after. Yeah. yeah. Uh, two weeks after, isn't it? No week. After. Oh, first week. week yeah. After, yeah. Yeah. So oh, good. The NRL kicks off the week after we get back. From oh, the sweet. Training. That's good. Mm. So back to. So someone's made the call that we go to. The Stafford Tab for a couple of lemonades after, after. the game. Yeah, I just made it then. So that bit of a bonding, don't have to get blind, but just so people can actually start socialising a bit. Lay go the platform. Well, yeah, go for a water, go for a lemon. So we're playing at 7 o'clock. By the time we get to the pub, it's going to be 9 and pretty sure when boys well, you never been to a pub after nine no but when boys start at 9, there's a lot of catching up to do and blokes end up getting wrecked by 9.30. <laughs> That's and good. And it's fucking game setting them <laughs> up. Especially with a lot of new boys, everyone will be in there getting saucy, having a yarn, and it'll just time will run. 
get a, get a bit of bonding, talk about the game. You could be you gonna attend? Yeah. Yeah, nice. Okay, just making sure you're the captain, you're the leader <laughs> of men. Well, Apparently first on our game team. of the year, it'll be first time getting footy dick for the year, so that's yeah. something oh, exciting to get yeah, oh, yeah. that. That's Very good. exciting. Oh. That'd be good. Apparently on our team shirt, we're gonna get your face on the front, similar to Colonel Sanders when they yeah, Colonel used to sponsor Ipswich. You on the front. That'll be good. So it'll be good. So they wanna get the your good side and that like <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> All right, now let's go to serious business here. A bloke in our team matched with a girl on Tinder, and she's a former Mount Maria student. Yeah. And this girl said, "How there's a lot of these young ladies think you're a bit of a sort." At uh, what Mount Maria? Yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, no one else thinks you're a sort I'm besides not, Jane Misses. I'm okay? not touching that. With yeah, the like, people are going to jail for. That. But this bloke was on a date with her, and he got you've got one of my ex teachers. On your Facebook, and he said, "Oh, who's that?" And she went, "Christian Free." Which which kid is it? Like which guy? Okay, short guy, painful. Oh, boy. (laughs) Yes. Fuck. You sure it's not one of the dudes at the school? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's funny because it's possible. (laughs) (laughs) Your story's got more holes than Swiss cheese. Oh, yeah. Boy, the conversation of that date. He's like, "So last year I had seven knee reconstructions. Yeah, right? yeah. Can't prove. I didn't it, need can't prove yeah. any of them. And I didn't need any of them. My knee was fine. They Actually, went, just they went to over. to Jado's to watch the Nines, a World Cup Nines, and then apparently it was a brothers, a couple of brothers guys there who'd been on the piss and not for for he had to say, "We beat you every time. I I'm just come back from a knee reconstruction. I scored three tries against you both in both games, two in one game and one in the other against you this year. I'm going. That story sounds fucking painful. You telling me? I wish someone had a chin you. <laughs> no one could reach down that far to oh, give him a chin. That embarrassed me as a member of our club. They go, should have seen this fuckwit we met from Mitchie. They'll be still <laughs> telling that story. So when that bloke gets, so come Saturday night, someone's going to remember that and clobber him. You reckon he'll play? Sam reckons he will be. Mm. Sam Voorhe, can you confirm or deny you will be playing on Saturday evening? Or will you be waiting for the call from Trigger? Right man, while, let <laughs> let right man look into your future. I'm not seeing the phone, the name <laughs> trigger come up on your phone and say you're in the side at West anytime soon. Be at Mitchie training twice this week, and you may play against brothers. That's my advice, big boy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad that's cleared up. Yeah. Okay. Well, how long have we been going here, Freddie? Uh, we're up to sixty-five. Nice. Yeah, we can fucking wrap this up. Yeah, mind? let's wrap it up. Jack Walshy looks like he's been working hard yeah, all day. Yeah, Walshy, <laughs> thanks for coming in. You've been massive. Yeah, Telling some good me. stories. Smart man. Cal comes in, but he mimes everything to us. He's like Marcel Marceau. It's like <laughs> Cal, Cal and Max Gill could hang out together. It'd be a quiet drink. No, no, actually, just turn his quick mic story, down. Quick story about Maxi first. You brought it up. Speaking of a bloke who cannot talk especially to women fuck me yeah we went to Jaden parsons going away party oh quick shout out to Jaden too left yeah, for england today yeah good today, good luck, champ. all good the best luck. brother but we were at um at his going away party a couple of weeks ago two weeks ago now two saturdays ago and uzi and i rock in with maxi and we're there sort of early and it's just a whole bunch of girls there and maxi's just like lost like a kid in a candy shop fucking eyes wouldn't stop wandering and I started just having a yarn to a young lady and, you know, just being friendly and stuff. And then sort of a bit of flirting a bit and she came over and kept talking to us. And Max comes up to me and goes, 
wow, this is going very good. Wow, very, very good. And I was like, <laughs> you had to drink one. And he's just like, oh, oh, walking around. And then before you know it, we're standing over near the esky and Max is holding the bottle of vodka in his hand and the young lady's come up. He said, oh, is that your bottle of vodka? He goes, yeah, yeah. She goes, oh, just, just going to have a few shots. He goes, oh, no, nah, sorry. And she walked away. I was like, <laughs> I, was like, I was like, you fucking get over there and give that young lady a shot of vodka right now. That's he goes, weird. fuck off, it's my vodka. I was like, oh, I'll oh, tell wow. you what, you're He's fucking like, in trouble. Was she a sword? She was a sword. Yeah. And then even later in the night, Uzi tried to obviously go over and give her some vodka. She didn't want any Uzi. <laughs> but then later in the well, night. Well, what a complete and utter shock. <laughs> later in the night, he was even more pissed. He comes up to me and goes, how you going over there? You alright? Do you need me to help you? You need me? I was like, fuck, how much have you had now? Fucking fuck hell. me, Ned. 20 minutes ago, a hot chick asked you for a shot of vodka and you told her to get fucked. <laughs> Two hours ago, he was nearly dead. He's yeah. lucky to be alive and he can't even share his fucking vodka. I suppose he only has half a brain. It's like, did you Literally <laughs> half a brain. <laughs> did you ever watch The Big Bang Theory? Raj, one of the Indian dudes, yeah, cannot I, speak to women, but gets on the piss. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah. Max is the Mitchy version of Raj Kuthrapoli. <laughs> Sober, can't, goes mute around women. Gets his bottle of vodka and go, no, 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 my vodka. You just watch, princess. You go over there. And it becomes the smoothest guy. Thinking that you're killing it. This is making me more desirable when they're going over. That fuckwit wouldn't give me two shots of vodka over there. But that's good. We might have to wrap this up now. Yeah. All right. I plugged it before. But if you want to watch footy, you got two choices. You can go watch the Pine Rivers Cup. Uh, probably out of Debra or Debra this week. If you're in the vicinity out there or if you're in the big smoke, come come to Stafford, come to Gibbo Park. They call it the fishbowl. The Mitchie boys will be rolling down the road to take them on. We'll probably be versing them a couple of times during the year. Be a cracking battle. Afterwards, if you want to join our after-game function over at the Stafford Tavern, feel free to come along, meet the players, introduce yourselves, any single ladies, come on. If you see a guy holding a vodka bottle, he's off limits. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> but thanks for listening. Thanks for watching live. Jano, thanks for ringing in, interrupting the show. I'm glad you, you tuned in. Don't be a mercenary. Support your <laughs> footy team. More importantly, support the West Mitchie Panthers. And hopefully I'll see you Saturday night. Cheers Goodbye for now. Cheers, boys. Later.